Jesus. Boppers, welcome back to Groovin' Movies. It's me, Eddie French, and I'm here with Amber Tidswell. Hello. Hiya. Yeah. Uh, Tom's not going to be joining us uh, for the next couple of episodes either, I'm afraid. No. Um, but there will be an announcement coming soon about the future of Groovin' Movies, and there is one, and it is going to be glorious. Yes. So don't worry about that. But uh, join us now, join because us. Uh, we're both uh, we're both comfortably nude at the moment, yep. because... It's the only way to be when discussing it this is. week's film. It's hard uh, to keep those clothes on. Emma has gone for classy nude. I've gone for quite aggressive nude, mm. but, you know, that's just how we roll. <laughs> Let's not bury the lead. Nude on the moon. Nude on the... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The B-52 fans among you, we know mm. you're out there. Yep. Not, don't go looking for your CDs because... Nope. That's not what we're talking about, even though there is an anthology by the B-52s mm-hmm. called Nude on the Moon. We are talking about the sexploitation slash nudist film. Which would have been quite good if it was on Planet Claire. That's my uh, one B-52 reference. So nice, gonna... Planet Claire. Thanks. Oh, there yeah. you go. Absolutely there correct. There we go. Yeah, very good. 1961, this was released, directed mm-hmm. by, or written and directed by Doris Wishman and mm-hmm. Raymond Phelan. Yeah. And it's it's a nudist film. These were pretty popular ways of delivering nudity. It was the sixties. It was the sixties. It was. They used to have these sort of nudist films there where it'd be like, Here's life inside a nudist colony. Look, they're doing the things that normal people do. Like, like Badminton. <laughs> badminton and riding a bicycle and eating a sandwich. But without any clothes on. <gasps> be careful trimming the plants. Are they um, going to spill sauce in their, their bits? Well, they that's it. If they'd done that, that would have been titillating. This was yeah. just for information. They used mm. to sell lifestyle magazines as well. In um, in MASH, Hawkeye would often receive his nudist uh, lifestyle magazines, which was mm. just basically, I suppose, a few generations later, it would have been National Geographic in the sort of f- free availability of nude humans mm. like this is probably kind of the levels of an entire film dedicated to those pens where the uh the bits fall off, off oh the yeah, lady. yeah yeah just turn it upside down and wait for a while and then yeah, yeah. i suppose it's surprising how long this film spends yeah. fully clothed yeah it's about an hour and 10 minutes long anyway it's not long the build-up's quite quite intense quite a, a lengthy process the difference with this one, you're absolutely right, the difference with this one is that it's a science fantasy nudist film. Oh. That's what it says here. Um, Instead of just being Pokemon Snap with uh, breasts. <laughs> it was, yeah, there's aspects of Pokemon Snap to it. Yeah. Basically, um, we we open up and we, we're introduced to two scientists and we know they're scientists mm-hmm. because they told us. Yep, and they definitely don't wear lab coats, which is... Uh, nope. Nope. No overalls. need for that. Um... Like the science mechanics, but yeah, so that yeah, absolutely. There's uh, Dr. Jeff Huntley, who is our, mm-hmm. our young go getting scientist, but uh, his mentor, Dr. Nichols. Oh, he's got a very nice car as well. He's got a lovely it's car, beautiful. Yeah. He is, I wrote fit car, <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah. He, Core, blimey, I, it, I just, it's a, oh, get a look at the fenders on that. Beautiful, anyway. Um, <laughs> they uh. 
he's slightly worried about Jeff because he thinks he works too much. He thinks that he hasn't got any time for anything mm. else in his life. He's just obsessed with with this trip to the moon that because he's invented a rocket and he reckons it can get to the moon. Yeah, which is an admirable claim. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> um, America is the land of entrepreneurial yeah. getting kind of thing. And so, rockets. And it's, uh, and it's the early 60s, you know, very early 60s. So mm. things are going nicely. Things are, mm. you know, all on the up and up, really. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Dr. Nichols um, and his secretary, Kathy, remember her. Oh, She'll be yes. important later. She, she's got a right old crush on our... Uh, oh, on Jeff. On Jeff. She loves Jeff. Oh, yeah. She is delighted with Jeff. Enamored. But Jeff doesn't even notice her. Nope. He doesn't even notice her as a woman. No. He notices her as someone who is in the office and mm-hmm. someone who is an excellent typist. Yes. And Brilliant. And um, Overworking. Yeah. Nichols is worried. And uh, he says to, to Kathy at one point, um, you're the finest typist there's ever been. She, you know, or, or she says, uh, oh, I just stay behind late at night to work on my typing. I love it. Yeah. He goes, you're the finest typist I have ever met. I mean, he was about half a sentence away from smacking her on the ass and winking mm-hmm. at her. Yep. <laughs> he sort of, you're the finest <laughs> typist there is. I bet you'd make a swell wife one day. <laughs> and so he goes, you, you're just staying here to mm-hmm. see, see Jeff. But she, you know, he... He's all right as our Jeff. Although, actually, can I just point out, the professor's hair was magnificent. Yes. It was like he was carrying this kind of finely tuned, like, sculpture of tinfoil everywhere. Beautiful. True. That's why... It looked like the guy from Lazy Town. (laughs) Sort of. There is is something more hat than hair about about his... uh, Coffee. Beautiful. Um, so we meet uh, we meet Jeff. He comes in. Oddly mm. enough, for someone who's always working, he turns up late. Yeah. Oh, but, he, <laughs> but that's because he's been at, uh, um, he's finished an appointment. Because mm-hmm. his uncle or someone died. Yes. And his uncle's died and... He gets this letter, doesn't he? He gets left like a million dollars. Yeah, right. Um, and understandably, the prof's like, oh, what are you going to do with it? Are you going yeah. to keep it? Are you going to save it? He's like... That's amazing. You'd never have to work again. A million dollars in 1960. Wow. That's insanity. You can buy four houses, Mm -hmm. ten cars, and still be totally, you know. Settle down with five wives. Not one in each of the houses. Exactly. one in one of the cars as well. You could do in Fable 2 if you hide the people behind the trap door, like the mood door. Anyway, investigate that if you want. (laughs) That's, uh, (laughs) now we know what you did in Fable 2. Right, if it's gonna, you, you can get away with it there. You've got lots of different settlements. Oh, was that the one Stephen Fry narrated? What was that? <laughs> no, it was um, that last room, my family, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Zoe Wanamaker. Zoe Wanamaker. Wanamaker Fable. <laughs> Wanamaker family here and here. Oh, I'm right. This is not even that important, but I got a Fairfax castle and I was so excited and I had my like great family and then I moved them in. And apparently there was bandits downstairs and um, ended up slaughtering my entire family. So that was good. Wow. You, your <laughs> life, before we met, your life was just Game of Thrones, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. I actually killed them by accident because I was trying to protect them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, misguided. Anyway. Let's see. This so, is... so, <laughs> so Jeff doesn't want to marry or settle down Jeff, or have his uh, family is, in fair no, Jeff, Jeff has got his million dollars 
and he doesn't want to do any of it, he immediately says, don't you see what this means, Nichols? Yep. We can go to the moon yes. with this money. And Naturally. Nichols says, oh, come on, I'm not going. I'm mm -hmm. an old man. I'd be of no use. Mm. And he proves himself right later on in the film. God, we've picked a good day for this, haven't we, doing the moon one? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah as at the time of recording, this is like the, the 60th, 50th? I, I don't know, something like that. Some 50th, Neil Armstrong remarks. Yeah, 50th, yeah, 50th anniversary of the moon landings. Yes. Um, or is it? No, it is. It happened. Well, there's no yep. proof, is there, from uh, no, the nudists well, there's on no, the moon? There's no proof from, I mean, from it's, it's nothing like what Jeff no. claims. So no. let's, let's find out. Yes. Um, so they, they spend a huge amount of time working on building this rocket. And, well, they've got like six months, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. And so... So we see a lot of them musing, looking at things, sort of measuring and doing um, maths. Yeah, it's a bit weird because like, they're in these chemistry labs and so like, they've got this little chemistry lab making mm. all the little bubbly liquids and it's like, it, how much of that do they really need for the rocket? Like, yeah. Not that I'm like, obviously it's a film about nudism, not sci like science. It's science I'm fantasy. I'm going to say, yep. science fantasy. It doesn't even claim to be science and fiction. It's pure science fantasy. Definitely don't use those kind of floss anymore. But anyway, <laughs> that's by and by. <laughs> it's fine. This, this film is nearly 10 years older than the moon landing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, when you put it like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort, of, sort of all right, innit? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and, um, Jeff's with his machines as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah, so yeah. got like the two opposing sides. Uh, Loves his machines. Oh, and I'll put here that the purple stuff is probably food colouring, which it, it probably is. <laughs> like, yeah, or cause, uh, cause potassium does purple, doesn't it? I don't know, but we tried to boil something the other day, and that was called residuarin, and it sort of went purple, but it was mostly blue. Mm. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Did not work. Was it blue <laughs> like a raspberry slush puppy? Um, yeah, kind of. Okay. Like, but we didn't have the heart to mix anything else in because, you know, we're not a bowling alley and that could have been bad. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right. Anyway. <laughs> it is kind of warm in here. It's uh, so uh, it's kind of warm evening. So, yeah, a slush puppy mm. would be would be great. But um, we'll work on that. You can buy us a slush puppy in the form of a yes. coffee at uh, coffee uh, co hyphen b dot com forward slash grooving movies if you want and mm. we promise to spend it on slush puppy oh there was monkeys in cages as well oh man oh yeah yeah so so much unnecessary uh things yeah that wasn't and that wasn't needed <laughs> sorry, that's so true sorry. I, I wrote about and there's like nitrogen and dry but no ppa anyway that's my like run over i spend all week shouting at students that's my thing done okay fine yep <laughs> <sighs> so annoyed yeah Anyway. Well, there, there was plenty of dry ice later, uh, mm. what I assume the effect was, mm -hmm. because there's some sort of vapour they can't identify. Yes. Uh, now, if you're upset about the fast and loose use of science here, mm. wait till we get on the moon, because you're going to be frantic <laughs> with rage. I'm not, I'm not, like, that upset. It's sure. not like someone's cut my heart out and, like, dropped it in liquid nitrogen. No. It's just... Uh, which they apparently didn't have. Yeah. There was no evidence of it. All of this is essentially would be designed to get the whole feature up mm -hmm. to over an hour. Yeah. Which would make it feature length. Yeah. Um, oh, and also it features, uh, it opens up as a good, a full pop song 
Oh, this was delightful. A full pop song called, um, well, it, you'd think it was called My Little Moon Doll, because, mm -hmm. but that's the brackets. The yeah. full title is I'm Mooning Over You, <laughs> which um, obviously, yeah. you know, means to be pining. Yeah, but, not. But mooning is also, well, we know what it is, and it's yeah. a bit more of a rugby club sort of meaning to it. Yeah. So I'm Mooning Over You is sort of like a photograph taken when one of the rugby team passes out <laughs> yeah. at the party and the other guys all just drop their pants and wave their bums at them and someone mm. does a photo. Yeah, we see a lot of bums in this. I'm... Yes, that's true. Um... But it was actually like, it was quite a nice song. It was very like croony, very yeah. like... My little moon Remember the Beatles hadn't invented pop music as we know it. So it yeah. was sort of croony. It was like yeah. it must have been recorded in nineteen sixty or something. Mm, definitely. So it was still more Sinatra than mm. rock and roll in in those days. So Which, you know. Pretty wild. Um, worked well though. Hmm? It's it sold a lot in the beginning. I was like, Oh, this is quite classic. Yeah, it, oh. it's, the, it's the entire thing. And the rest of the, the score. Yeah. Are just little bits of sort of guitar and mm -hmm. other little bits of music from that song. Yeah. Just sprinkled through. Um, and there's lots of sequences with no dialogue or mm -hmm. anything more than some young women in small pants. Frolicking. Frolicking. There's what there's a By the lake. Yeah, by the lake. There's a game they're playing with a sort of a a sort of an oval shaped ball it's not yeah, oval, it's, it's sort of like a stretched ball and it seems to be it gets thrown in the air and then they all try and catch it while stood very close to each other think of like the room and the basketball like the baseball scene oh not the baseball football. scene the football scene yeah yeah but like with no clothes and without the without the without full, the wizard without the full dinner suits yeah <laughs> oh man and instead of denny you got like wendy or something hey how's your nude life my new life is great. Um, oh hi, yeah, it's uh, a every, high nudist. Every, there's the yeah, there's it's all very serene and yeah. beautiful. Um, so anyway, yeah, they they get into the they get ultimately they get into the rocket mm -hmm. and they shoot off towards the moon and Wait, no seatbelts, no, no, and they're like vomit it. Well, not they're not vomiting, but they're not doing great. No. Also, what I love is that they're both. They're sat next to each other, no mm -hmm. helmets or anything like that, yeah. but they're still talking to each other yeah. through radio communicators, <laughs> which is Oh, hey, Jeff. Yeah, like, hey, Jeff, how's it going? <laughs> Over. And it's like, you just, just turn to Jeff. He's, yeah. he's right there. He's, he's a amiable sort. And then they land, and they go, well, we better get suited up. So oh. what they do is they cosplay as the Power Rangers. <laughs> See, I thought it was like um, Daft Punk meets Robin Hood because it was all red, yes. green and sexy. And you know what? I was kind of into it. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's, it's great. Yeah. Got, <laughs> um, the, uh, 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 Jeff is in the red, isn't he? Um, is he? That's a good question. No, Jeff is in the green because he's a bit taller. Yeah. And Prof is in the red. Yeah. Our little, our little man. And they... They have these sort of helmets on. Yeah. Um. They, they've got little discs at their mouth, mm. which are providing them with the oxygen. Apparently, yeah. they've only got thirteen hours of oxygen. Oh yeah. This is this is obviously quite critical. It's the only plot point there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um. And so they get out, and they're in these sort of. But they keep on taking their visors up. Their yeah, they're not are exposed. It, like, if this was Total Recall, they'd be absolutely screwed. Yeah. 
uh, but, but thankfully <laughs> it isn't. It's nude yes, on the moon. It is instead. nude on the moon, and uh, such things can be overlooked. Uh, and they look around and they're going, "Oh, look, there's there's a and it's and it's literally just some sort of palatial garden yeah. somewhere in California. And there's a ton of gold, and they're like yeah. all over it. And he's trying, like, wasn't everything in his pocket? It's like mm. trying to steal it. Um, Jeff doesn't give a, a toss. He's got a scanner. Yeah. And he's scanning and goes, this is the purest lump of gold ore the there has best. ever been. And like, we can't take any more weight in our, like, it's such a finely yeah. balanced piece of machinery. Sticks that, and glue. Yeah. That if one of them carries mm. more than an ounce mm-hmm. over on the shit, it'll just explode or yeah. something. It'll burst. Yeah, they'll just, they'll just die. It's incredible how... <laughs> how dangerous a game they're playing yeah and then that bit goes nowhere the yeah. argument's over the gold and then it's just like okay no more gold oh, he's got a little goodness. box brownie with him to mm. take photos yep so um nichols is off taking notes mm-hmm. and um doesn't jeff climb a ladder and he's kind of like just totally oh, checking they, they everyone see, out they see a lad oh the, the first thing they do is they see one stone placed on top of another one and go, yep. this was put here by an intelligent creature. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, fine. And then they go, look, a ladder. They make it like ones on Earth. Oh, my goodness. A ladder's a pretty basic thing for bipedal. Anyway. Um, but, but, you know. It, yeah, absolutely. It, um, it was convincing. They're, they're really selling this thing. Yeah. And so, um, so uh, Nichols climbs up the ladder and looks over it. We don't get to see what he sees. And then he sort of, he lifts up his visor and looks at it, oh, and then he puts his visor back <laughs> down and climbs back down and goes, you want to see what's up there, Jeff? And Jeff climbs up, mm-hmm. and it's frolicking yep. nudes. There's, uh, there's, Is- t- there's two women um, just in little sort of briefs on a, a circular stone, yep. just being gently rotated by two blokes, both of whom are cosplaying as Rocky from Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. They've just got literally just got gold trunks on. Yeah. <laughs> and um and there's people just sat in like a sort of a vapory jacuzzi. Yeah, hot like hot springs kind yeah, of thing. Like um there are people there are people just sort of sat just lightly caressing leaves on yeah. hanging tree branches. It's like if you ever play the bit in Skyrim where you go and everyone's just chilling out and like in the not in the narcs narcs. In the nudes, it's mm. a bit like that. Yeah, but, you know, less mammoths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, very thin on the ground for mammoths. Any mammoths fan don't recommend. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to bring you what you need. If you can live without mammoths, yeah. Keep Bash listening. On. Keep listening. Yeah. Um, although, why you'd wait this long? Surely, there's a mammoth podcast out there somewhere. And it'll be a mammoth task to make. Oh, uh, I regret everything. <laughs> just we, in general we all do that's why we watch old films set in a much much more innocent time yay and uh jeff and... right this oh, is yeah, the yeah. awakening of jeff's oh, uh yeah. all facets of jeff are excited about this business mm-hmm. he's he's into it which is is arising because before nothing no unless the, you're a rocket the presence of the presence of an attractive woman mm. which he had on yeah, the reg daily just not in the buff just no she was she was wearing clothes a bit like, more ankle like a bit more like stupid earth rules of yes. wearing clothes blooming uh, hack and so he's just going oh my goodness they've all got little antenna yep 
that are clearly on, <laughs> on headbands underneath the hair. Which is like, if but you go on a night out at Christmas, it's, it's exactly like it's that. It's like hen party, yeah. dealy bopper things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, uh, God. But very glittery, so they're quite classy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. There's nothing... There's, there's no, absolutely no. nothing crass or crude about this. No, no. It's... It's all very angelic. Mm. There's also two children in this as well. Yeah, which there's, is a bit weird. There's two like, like oh, babies. Right. They are in pants. Yes. Um, and they are like one kid must be about four, and the other's like like a babe in arms, mm. really. You know, like a toddler or something. Yeah, it's all very um, nice. And, and oh like, no, no, no. They're, and they're, and they're, one of them is sat. I think the the little one is sat in like the pool, like splashing and having a nice time. Yeah. And the older one is just sat on a rock. Yeah. With a, a lady there, and she's just going, Isn't this nice? Well, you don't yeah. hear them say anything because the people on the moon, they mm. don't speak vocally. No. They're telepathic. I yeah. Think it's to do with their antennae. Mm. So, <laughs> Which makes a interplanetary. I've, I've seen sci fi before. I, I'm pretty sure I know how these people work. Yeah, why not? Why and not? They, <laughs> and the, the, the moon queen. Mm. As she's credited, she is the one who is just sat on her throne, yep. just staring directly in front of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, two of the men on the moon, yes, spot them at the top of this ladder, mm-hmm. going, "Cool, do you see? Look at it, no, no, let's get them there, let's get them down." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, as as two Earth men would do from mm. the from the late fifties, early sixties, oh. would go, "Goodness me, they're naked." But oh my! Bomb. This is madness. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> so they get, uh, they get um, arrested, I suppose. Yeah, uh, they get like, detained. Well, it, yeah, it's it's like a kind jostle, but with restraint. Yeah, and then there's a lady with a magic wand. <gasps> oh yes, she's got a flower. It's yeah. like a blue tulip on the end of a stick. She's like a little Tinkerbell, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, with with the mount. If you can imagine a full-size Tinkerbell with them out, it's roughly what she oh, is. Oh, that ruins it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I don't care that much. <laughs> but, uh, okay, <laughs> fine. But, uh, but she, she does a sort of little tap on the bonds and they yes. sort of become very placid and, mm. and they just get taken to this cell. Yeah. And then, um, and then Moon Queen says, we need to call a meeting to see if the strangers are... Friends or enemies. Yes, we want to see what they're like. We need to know. In fact, um, the episode that we decided not to make, uh, Deadly yes. Weapons, features a similar... Oh, man, yeah. Ju- I've, just, I've only just connected it myself. Uh, features a, a Doris Wishman trope is, uh, is a very echoey internal monologue. I am half tempted to watch all her films just to see if that's a continued thing. She made nine brilliant films. Uh, and they all had disembodied voices. Uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe they're all connected. Maybe there's like an overall overarching story kind of thing. Oh, I can't believe we watched Which would this be one amazing. out of order. Uh, <laughs> I hope this. Oh, if this is the final one, I have one, summoned you awful, yeah. to get a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> she she summons because I think she's got some sort of robe on, just like on her arms. Yeah, or she did have when she was on her throne. Something like that. Um, and so she. Then says we will, you know, summon, summon the sort of council or whatever, mm. and then they just all walk over to a table, sit yep. around it, a nice round one. Yeah, a nice round table, and mm. then she just says, 
I reckon they're fine. They're our friends. Let them out and <laughs> yeah. help them. She's very like very amiable. She's not very threatening. No. Um, which is weird because any other Atmos, mm. they'd they'd be they'd be deaf all over. Yeah, absolutely. And so Tinkerbell goes down to the thing to let mm. them out. Yep. Bibbity bobbity boo. Mm -hmm. That's not her, but you know. yeah. Um, and then they then spend the next half an hour. Yeah, in relative probably. silence. Just going around, and there's so um, a lot of fondling, a lot, a lot of caressing, of... like, but not like in a sexually explicit way. Just very kind of like mm. nice, like getting to know you. Yeah, it kind is. of thing. Um, there's a, a lot of fun made of Doctor Nichols' moustache. Mm. Yep, I'm loving one, that. One lady gets a, a leaf and places it under her nose and holds it there, <laughs> and and makes the uh, makes her friend laugh, and they're all going, ah ha ha, that is. That is that is Doctor Nichols. Yeah. That is that is proper. You've got him. you've got him <laughs> roasted, mate. Roasted. They're doing all little buttercups under their little chins yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. They they are having just the most serene time in nature. Yeah, it almost makes you kind of feel bad that you kind of walk through, mm. give it one look, and then chuckle it a can down. Yeah. I mean, I don't do that, but no, no. But, but it, uh, you it, know, it does make you think. If there were utterly innocent nudes. Mm laid about the place you'd think we need to look after this place yeah, a bit more yeah let's not like nudity is the only way to save the world <laughs> which is why we are currently nude yeah so uh do join us by the way if you want yeah, to be if you want please to sit if around. you don't think just go back to the beginning of the podcast yep uh, remove everything yeah and then you know that's fine mm -hmm. uh, we recommend probably not rush hour public transport yeah maybe not that but um, you know you know your life better than ours yeah so. maybe not when you're cooking or oh please no Ooh. yeah yeah Just... no library nudes no although i'll bet if we typed in library nudes library nudes is a 1962 nudist <laughs> film directed by doris wishman probably <laughs> probably Probably. It's just a lot of people just putting books back. Yeah, and they'll or, have like papers on their bosoms and things. Yes. Mm. Be like, or there might be like a, 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 a funny one where there's a lady holding two books <laughs> looking between them and it like covers them up so you can't see. And there'll be a lot of shh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was picking up this book and, yeah. and I thought that the lady was very, very attractive. Yes. The, uh, it was very much the, the Dewey Decimal System mm. of nipples. <laughs> Which is probably a thing. Oh yeah. But uh, and so then the the only dialogue throughout the whole thing is um, Jeff with his camera. Yep. He goes, uh, "Be sure to take a picture of those girls over there, Jeff. Take a picture of all these yeah. things. I'm gonna go and investigate the blonde over there. And they're just he's just going around taking notes, and they're looking at. I want to know what makes those the vapor from that vapor bath. <laughs> and so they go around collecting, amassing all of this information about the moon. Because <laughs> don't forget, this is on the moon, the planet, the the planet, the the satellite that we see every night that we take for granted. Yeah. Um, and it's this lush, green, flowing water, and they're saying, "Wow, all of the photographs make it look like it's a barren, you know, ravaged by dust and, blah, 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 and mm. all this." And they go, "Oh." And essentially come to the conclusion, well, those photos must be wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> There's no greater investigation. I mean, for the lots of there are a lot of conspiracy theories, I was about to say, revolving 
around the moon, but mm. obviously nothing revolves around the moon, but because <laughs> it's not there. No. Uh, but you know, there's the, the and we've never been. There's loads of <laughs> theories and stuff, and mm. I I wonder if people, if there are any people who think that Doris Wishman mm. knew more than she was letting on, <laughs> and and thought if I tell the people the truth, yep, but distract it, yep. with what is essentially a nudist film. Mm. You know, I didn't... I watched it with knowing the subtext was this was a sexploitation slash nudist camp film mm-hmm. with a science twist, science yep. fantasy twist. I didn't go into it thinking, this might be the truth. <laughs> and now I feel like I've wasted a viewing because if I... I don't know. I don't know. I think, like... There's a for for all we know, mm. Armstrong and that might have gone up. There might have been a nudist colony. Mm. You know, um, they might have got nude. They tr- they might have done. You know, also, they they the heartbeats went Jeff, up. Jeff and uh, Nichols. Yep. They have to keep their helmets on, mm. not the visors up necessarily. Oh, no, no, no. Because why keep, would they need the oxygen? Yeah, they need to keep their oxygen because yeah. They have 13 hours by the time they land, or they have 10 hours mm. by the time they land. Unless, it took three hours to get to the moon. Unless it's like Dune and they've got like a secret thing I kind of it, piping it I think through. it looks like it's sort of Dune. Mm, but then the Fremen might, mm, yeah. which might explain the telepathy and stuff. From yeah. The Mentals. <gasps> so it's just Dune on the moon. Dune on the moon. New Dune on the moon. Sometimes the sun <laughs> comes down in Dune. Sometimes there's Dune on the moon. Mm. Save the best for last, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, and they had their sunworms. So they're, so they're going around the place. There's a, an utterly charming scene where a lady is having um, the most attractive sleep by the oh, yes. of a lake. There's no dribble. Beautiful. Her mouth's not open. No. And she's not, you know. Blissful. Yeah. And um, and two other women decide uh, that it would, be, it would be a laugh. So one of them sort of throws a leaf at her and she sort of swats <laughs> it away. And then one of them dips a branch and sprinkles her lightly with water. And then uh, they chase after one another. Um, a lot of tea here. Yes. That... There's one really long, lingering shot on, on a sleeping blonde lady. Uh, yeah. Which is just kind of, I think it's supposed to be from Nichols's perspective, mm. and it's a bit grubby. And that's the closest yeah. it came to being. Well, that's sort of really I mean, the closest it came. Mm. Yeah, there was like the bit where there the might, lady, there, been... there was like this plant, and it was like a bit, a bit tall, and it was pretty <laughs> So weird. That was another blonde lady. Mm. Not that that is a particular theme of the the grubbiness, but yeah, it was. Yeah, there's a cu- there's a couple like, of bits that guys. are slightly more. I suppose there are a couple of moments of of more outward titillation. Yeah, but for the like for the large part of it, it was it was quite sweet and quite innocent. Yeah, in in its way, it it was no no one there was no embarrassment. There was no. I did, shame yeah. or anything attached to it. No one got smothered. No, no, no. So that was good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like a um, a sexploitation revenge. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, deadly weapons. And you know, just as many males and females were in their nuts. Yes, there was. Quite, yeah, quite well, every, everyone was balanced. permitted a pant. Yes, they all had a brief. Not all visors. No, I think <laughs> the. I don't think the gentleman had so much buttock cleft on no, display. No, d- yeah, that, that was, was um, a big thing. That was purely for the ladies, I think. Mm. But um, it comes to a point where they go, "Oh, we've got to go now." Yeah, this is difficult for me. 
Oh, Jeff is is not having a good time. No, Jeff has been met by the Queen, the he's, Moon Queen. He's basically fallen in love. He has. He's utterly smitten Which because it's the first time he has seen breasts. It's bizarre because he seems quite a deep, intelligent man. But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he's seen them but he's from a scientific perspective, yeah. sure. He's, he's seen them for their, their, their gifted purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he's utterly fallen in love with Moon mm-hmm. Queen. Yep. And she tells him that she is feeling strong mm. emotions. Which one could of wh- be love. Yeah, which could be what you described as love. Yes. And he says, I'm going to stay here. And then Dr. Nichols says, you've literally got an hour of yeah. oxygen left. She- you will die. Yeah, she's not going to like you in that statement. Yeah, you, <laughs> are, you are about to be dead. Yep. Um, and so sh- she says, no, you must go or something. Yeah. And it'll and all be all right. Doesn't he get like knocked out or like the fairy kind the of whacks him or something? Yeah, Tinkerbell comes along. Yeah. And, um, and so he goes, yes, you take him away, yes. Nichols, because it would never work. But no, we- never forget that we had our time together. So he comes to and yeah. that's why they forget all of the gear yeah because the big the big twist no there's two twists yes one they well. forget all of their gear they forget <laughs> the photos they forget Ooh. all of the notes they've written down there's literally no evidence that either of them been to the moon nope or what the moon contains all that money wasted yeah which is why Jeez. when uh, jeff is in his uh lab yep being annoyed <laughs> Nichols walks in and goes, I've just spoken to the head of science yep. and the government and told them what we said. Oh, really? What did they say? Uh, they pissed themselves laughing and told us to piss off. <laughs> Loose translation. Yeah. Now, there's no bad language in this. It's, it's a classy film for classy people. But having said that, like he's like just waiting to get the funding. So they could have mm. like done an extra mission Yeah. if he was that bothered. Yeah, he could have just kept that one quiet. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because that's it. Right at the beginning, he said, "Oh, we won't get the funding for a year." And he's like, "We're doing it now. I'm going to use all of my money." Yeah. Ugh, and God then me. he, uh, and then he's very annoyed. But mm. uh, Kathy yes. finds out that he's come home, so she goes to say hello. Mm-hmm. And she says hello, and she stands there. He's like, and then he looks at her and he goes, "Wait a minute!" And then in his mind, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. He sees her nude yes. with antenna. Mm. <gasps> Spitting image of the moon queen. Yep. That was the twist. It was her yeah. all along. Right in front of him all that time. And then... Little moon queen. And then a uh, little moon doll. Oh, my, moon moon doll. my little moon doll. <laughs> <sighs> he then sees her back normally and yep. dressed and stuff. And then he just sort of walks over to her without saying a damn mm. thing. And then uh, Nichols opens the door with his pipe in his mouth and sort of looks at him and goes, oh, <laughs> and then smirks, puts his pipe back in, closes the door. And they embrace mm. in the most chaste manner I've ever seen. Yeah, they, it's phenomenal. They embrace, you know, the sort of embrace where uh, like someone, like at the Oscars, someone hugs someone they don't know just because yep. they're excited. And it's yep. sort of just like a, an, an exuberant, ah, <laughs> But then, sort of thing, chin right over the other person's shoulder, no, no, no saucy whatsoever. But Jeff doesn't really know what he's doing. No, he doesn't. And her beehive is so gargantuan that he's yeah, like, he's having true. a fight with it. Yeah, that's true. So and so uh, and so they, we presume, yeah, 
carry on and have a lovely time. So mm. that $1 million yeah. did get him. It did. It, it did get him mm. a life. And it did get him Moon Girl. It got him... It, <laughs> I'm mooning over you, <laughs> my little moon dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a... Uh, it's not one for people. It, if you like a sort of an Inception level plot, don't yeah. don't look for that in this one. It's not challenging. No, it's not. Um, um, but in many ways, it's also not particularly challenging because with modern eyes, mm. the the nudity is laughable. Really, it's sort yeah. of a very it, it it's so unsalacious. Mm. It's so innocent yeah it's sort of quite surprising but i think that's the only way you could have those sort of nudist culture films and i think having like watched it compared to deadly weapons mm. i was really quite surprised at like what kind of direction she took with it because mm. the other one was quite crude and like very very exploitative of um the lady with the 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 breasts yes which i realize is not a good way because i can't actually remember her name and that's horrendous i can't remember it <laughs> either but um, good um yeah it, so i think she definitely learned al- some things al- although to be fair if there was a lady to be described as the lady with the breasts it is it, it is her, her yeah or the um the last from euro trash oh lola uh, lola yeah rest in peace yes. rest in peace both of them i think i think both yeah of them i think i think they did which again it's a shame because i think like i was genuinely interested to see how our acting would be you know not in a film about just murdering people with a, a chest yeah well <laughs> i think she was dubbed in that as well because i oh, don't think i yeah. don't think english was her first language um and yeah so that yeah mm. she was in uh deadly weapons and double agent 77 or something like that i'm gonna agree with that yes she was um okay i've forgotten her name and that is a shame because i did know it but only when we thought we were actually doing this yeah so we've kind of like semi-repressed that memory yeah it was a while ago that we were looking at it but um yeah it's it's an interesting one was your your favorite bit it's difficult to have a favorite bit because it's such a sort of it was a film designed for a single purpose really wasn't it yeah um i would say that i think like three of my favorite bits the car mm. oh yeah the it. hair mm-hmm. and the costumes like <laughs> for, for a from a purely film aesthetic to, <laughs> for a nudist film for your favorite bits to be the costumes that's pretty great we're in a big but bar know, yeah. they were great they were and they they totally look like the green and red power ranger yeah it's oh, it's, genius. It, it's so funny um when they're sort of wandering about on the uh if you follow uh Follow us on Instagram at Grooving Movies. You'll see some pictures we put up this week of uh, of them wandering about on the moon. Oh, they're adorable. Uh, they are great. Yeah, it's really really funny. How about um, you? I think I like the very I like the really minimalist soundtrack. Yep. Uh, we have got one pop song, and Which we are great. just <laughs> going to use little guitar moods from that. Yep sporadically over it mm. and i think yeah i think i like the fact i like the fact more than moments in this mm. i think i like the fact that she uh, doris wishman and uh, this was a sort of co-written co-directed thing with uh, raymond phelan um they i think they were both under pseudonyms as well but Ooh. it was the fact that um all they were basically wanting to do mm. 
was make a a nudist film yeah. which were generally set within nudist camps yeah a little bit saucy uh, yeah and they were considered like documentaries about this mm. this out there lifestyle he went yeah but what if they were telepathic aliens who lived like, on the why moon not? why not and you go do you know what that is a brilliant reason for them to be naked yeah <laughs> like There's, they don't I, need anything i think else. i just i just love the idea that someone went i want that yeah that's, yeah, that's that's the best way to do it. Oh, uh, really? What's going to make them aliens? Oh, put a little headband on them with mm. a little Alice band with some s- straws, pipe cleaners, or something on oh, it. Oh, gotcha. And Bleak. and put mo- and put a plot into it rather than just the sort of because I think Carry On Camping is ver- is like all is basically like yeah. a nudist film with Pretty clothes much. on. Yeah, it's exactly the same sort of approach, but it definitely much, feels like much more scripted. that on the moon. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like. It's it's so plotless and mm. so and also by the end of it, all that's achieved not all, but the only thing that's achieved is this sort of relationship we assume is gonna happen with yeah. Jeff and Kathy. Which But there's no evidence they've been to the moon, no one believes them, everyone thinks they're frauds, their names are mud. Yeah. Which actually for Kathy is kind of like a bit rubbish because mm. obviously she's quite a well rounded character. She's got a lot to offer. She's got a lot of typing skills. She's oh and, do you um, know what? Best now, typist that Nichols yeah. has ever seen. And like she cares about the projects and stuff. Mm. She's pretty easy going. And now he only cares because he's uh, seen her in in the book. Yes. Which that, devalues Kathy some. That that take yeah, that modern take does uh Yeah. It's but, bad. There's no getting away from it. But, but obviously but there's, it's, I suppose, time. Yeah, I suppose the argument to be made is that uh his eyes had only been opened to the idea of by by the eyes. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only the, the his eyes had only been opened by the fact that he'd been presented with mm. like he'd seen her in a that, different yeah. light. Yeah, it's uh, that light was uh, light on clothing, <laughs> heavy on sexy. <laughs> as soon as I found out about Doris Wishman, I knew I wanted to do a film of hers she's an interesting character like... because she was yeah because she was making sex exploitation films in the 60s and it was a female director and so i don't know if that has any sort of impact on the way it's done yeah i mean like there's certainly I'd say there's certainly things she's probably considered more compared to a man in the 60s who's gone, oh, I'm going to do Nude on the Moon, mm. where she's actually like kind of like trying to make her actresses look flattering and um, make them have a lot of fun with themselves and like, um, yeah. not in like a seedy way, but like... No, 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 but the, the, but the, the, whole, the whole community is, we keep saying this word innocent, and it, and it really is yeah. there's this innocence to this community where people are just mm. sort of, having a nice time by mm. a body of water and yeah. some trees but even like deadly weapons like mm. she's kind of the the main lady's quite um empowered by her body she's quite empowered by like her position and stuff and she's, she's like an architect or something yeah she, like it's a, a lawyer or she's, something she, like she's quite like a, she's got a grad, she's <laughs> like, like marketing a, or something yeah she's got, got a graduate job yeah she's she's not she, she's clearly been mm. to college and she's got her money and she's got like um, a lifestyle yeah. and stuff she's but when up, i was about to say she was upwardly mobile but that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> but yeah um, you know when she's kind of getting some more seedy things where she's actually like really kind of questioning things but Obviously, she's kind of using that position to her advantage and going, oh, 
she's genuinely struggling with that internal dilemma like yeah. outwardly she's kind of rocking it but inwardly she's very vulnerable I, th- I think the idea is that this film was supposed to be fun yeah there's an overwhelming feeling of fun to it all yes like the the costumes for the the astronaut costumes mm were jolly reds and greens oh, they God, weren't yeah. they weren't just like sort of like overalls mm. they were you know all, all of this kind of thing the yeah. the the antenna the the sort of the whimsical aspect mm. of the nudist film <laughs> but, but you know it, it's it's oh, weird it's because it, other, because there were 101 films mm. of um pseudo documentaries watching yeah. watching lasses play volleyball like they, they're always running around on the beach like yeah. um there's no running yeah. in there. they're sort of if they're running they're Gently not they're frolicking. not they're running away from the camera mm. you can't see it because we they're all know like why yeah we all know it. why in nudist camp films they're yeah. shown playing volleyball mm-hmm. and other things where they're jumping Loving or an running. ice cream yeah but oh, it's it's mainly for the jiggle factor yeah and there isn't any in this. No. Like the running is done mm. with their backs to the thing. So they're sort of running away. And they're also through trees with long mm. branches hanging down and yeah. it's all obscured. And so I'm not going to make any claims as to whether this is a feminist text or not because I don't think it is. No. But I think it was made with a certain thing of we don't, you know, that we don't need to see a massive amount of jiggle or, yeah. you know, Baywatch kind of heaving of and swaying and mm. all that kind of stuff. We, we, can, we can see things that are aesthetically pleasing yeah. in a much less, I suppose aggressive is the only word I can yeah. use, in a much less aggressive way. So It's kind of like, you know, the kind of classic art things where they're all just kind of like, they're a bit giddy and it's all very pretty and they kind of just like round a pool and they're all in the nuds. Mm. It's kind of like, it reminds me a bit of like one of those kind of daft scenes where yeah. it's quite, quite innocent, but a bit cheeky. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's, it, I, I think I did enjoy it, but there's, I mean, there's huge scenes of sort of really nothing going on. Yeah. And because we're not as starved for images of nude people, mm in 2019 as you might have been in 1960 because there's no sense of urgency at any point in the film even if the even if they're talking about we've only got an hour of oxygen left even then they were like come on mate we've got an hour of oxygen it wasn't we've got an hour Um, (laughs) there's no sense of urgency everything's very calm and serene Mm. there's no not a bead of sweat in the whole thing and it's i think it was supposed to be sort of well, for the individual who enjoys a nude, yeah, by all means, it's sort of like it's sort of a Renaissance painting yeah. approach to it, rather than a sort of more um, playboy hustler yeah. penthouse kind of approach to it. I don't know. I might be romanticizing it wildly, and I probably I don't, am. I think to a point. I think like it's like anything when you kind of. I was like getting a bit bored. Of mm. like the nudity, I'm like, oh, come on now, what time? Oh, come on! Yeah. But you know, I think like while it feels a bit dodgy, kind of watching like new people and a bit exploitative, and it obviously is. Mm. Like it from some of the other films, it was a lot more tasteful than it 
than I expected. Yes. Well, ne- next week, um, for next week, the th- episode 13, we've got a 13th special. Um, there is there is some nudity in that, which I think is yeah. infinitely less tasteful. Yes. Than, agreed. Than, than this. Mm. And so, and so I think because it is presented so, and I think basically, I don't think there was anything in the, even in the way of makeup, I think everyone just had, because you could see yeah. tan lines. Yeah, exactly. You could see really, really obvious tan mm. lines from and women people... who generally wore bathing suits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, in, in that way, it is like, she does present things in quite a body positive manner, like it is just natural and... Yeah. It's embraced. Oh, don't get us wrong. They're like, all of yeah. a type. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. But, but, but within that type, there's a yeah. reasonable broad spectrum. There's yeah. no... No one has been cast because they are an idealised yeah. body or anything. Yeah. It's uh, it's literally... Uh, we're doing a nudie film. Do you want to be in it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm 20. I look good. I don't you need know? to say words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so absolutely. yeah, that's another great thing. They probably didn't have to pay them anything more than extra rate because they didn't say any words. Just you and Amanda Palmer. Yeah. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to talk about how, uh, no, guys, wait, this this exploitation film's really positive, but the, it's not I really did, positive, yeah, did, but uh, it is It is a lot more nuanced. Yeah. The discussion of it can be a lot more nuanced than some other thing, you know. It's still than, exploitative. Um, you know. If it was called Fuck Bitches on the Moon, mm. then obviously it would be a very different yeah. thing, you know. Or like... Um, you know, she wolf of the SS and yeah. those kind of well, that's Nazi exploitation as well. So I'm not fun. like I'm not saying it's the best thing since no. sliced, but I'm not like because obviously there's a, a hell of a lot of stuff wrong with it. But yeah, for I, its time, I, I suppose. Yeah, in I just, some ways, I, I think it's interesting to consider when it came about as well because we're talking pre-Beatles mm. pop culture, and the teenager had only been around for about three years at this point. <laughs> rock and roll had only been around for that long you yep. know it's so it's a very interesting period mm. of of and um, particularly america who sort of dominated popular culture from that period on certainly cinematically mm. um for this to be coming out at the same time let me see 60 i think there'd been a couple of carry-on films by the 60 they didn't Probably. get bawdy until like the 70s no 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 it's but, definitely not um, a lot but yeah, so it's uh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. If uh, if I'd I'd say if you can track it down, have a look at it. It won't take you very long. No. And the science aspects of it are absolutely <laughs> charming. If you're interested in early sci-fi yep. and and stuff, that that's very very <laughs> yeah. charming. The way they go about the science fiction. That's yeah. the real. Obviously, it's it's hard to sort of go forgetting the nudity for yeah, a moment. Like... But because I think this is more nude exploitation than sex exploitation. Yeah. Because it is, in so many ways, completely sexless. Yeah. And to have that much nudity without sex a... is kind of interesting because that yeah. rarely, so rarely happens. Nudity is included in film mm. for it's... sex reasons but it's weird more cause... often than, you know. Yeah. But it's kind of weird because, like, even when they're interacting with, like, the opposite sex, and even though I know that's obviously not how everyone wants to play in their life, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant, but, like... Um, but again, made in 1960s, so yeah. let's assume that they were catering towards a, a hetero yes. um, audience. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, um, the everything was very playful. It was very much, like, driven by friendship and, mm. like, companionship and not skewed in that kind of way. Oh, yeah, there's that scene where I think the blonde lass who was asleep, she was, like, doing a little dance. She yeah. was doing, like, a sort of a ballet dance. Yeah. And, uh, and there was sort of 
a, a semicircle of mm. people sat on the floor, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, yeah, girl, yeah. sort of basically like linking arms yeah. and all watching her and smiling. Like in a and weird it, kind of cult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, that's less of, fun now. But, no, but, but a nice cult. Yeah, a, a nice cult. Yeah, they before, exist, before right? the cult gets all killy. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the, that golden period of a cult where yeah, it's actually proper Yeah, which cult. actually looks pretty good. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, maybe I'm at the point in life where I consider cult. No. Yeah. That we will not accept. Send us an application form for your cult by all means. We'll have a look at it, but don't think we'll go for it. Yeah, uh, we're, we're not at, Groovingmovies at gmail.com um, if you have any cult suggestions. Uh, if you've got any suggestions, in fact, mm. for any kind of film uh, that we, the sort of thing that we do, you should have an idea by now if you look back at the titles or mm. indeed go ahead and listen to our other episodes. So, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I would say give it a look. It's an interesting thing to consider and considering the time and the place that it came from, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's almost like a sort of a kid's nude film. No, it's not, but it's, I, it's yeah. almost, it, there's, there's something very, very charming about it. Yeah. And it's just that the scenes just depicting nude people having quite a nice time in the yeah. sun just get a bit boring for modern people who have seen nude people before yeah. and you know can get over that it's like Take seeing a, a promo video for like a seaside of resort mm, it really is in, yeah. in a way. <laughs> with um without any budget for swimsuits yeah and less beach balls oh yeah yeah much less <laughs> um but yeah i it is it's it's a lot of fun well that, that, i yeah really really good and doris wishman's an interesting lady who you should have a a bit more of a deep dive on mm. if you've seen serial mom which <gasps> so good which you watched for the so first time good. the other night didn't you ah i was genius john waters who uh was a was a uh, is a fan of doris wishman yeah the uh porno that the kids watching is mm. deadly weapons yes so uh that we've spoken of so you get a little glimpse of deadly yep, weapons for nice free little easter eggs if you, if you pick up <laughs> hey couple of ostrich eggs um so i'm just just trying to toxify the masculinity on here i'm not very good at it but i'll do my no. best um given that just... i given that i nearly wore a skirt this evening so <laughs> not very good at the toxic masculinity it's um yeah. decided against it in the end but um yeah i yeah just uh, watch Serial Mom. It's just watch Serial Mom, and on. then if you're proper interested to see what happens yeah. in Deadly Weapons, then pick that one up as well. Yeah. But Nude on the Moon, um, <laughs> you're all our little moon dolls, and <gasps> we are currently mooning over you. Uh, Don't look up. Nope. Um, <laughs> never look up. <laughs> never look <laughs> up. Um, yeah, so that was Grooving Movies for this week. Um I had a lovely time. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm pleased. If you did, then uh, go to GroovingMovies.com. You can find out ways to help us. You can go to coffee, uh, ko-fi.com forward slash movies and buy us a coffee or a slush puppy in this case. Um, Emma would be ever so excited if you bought her a slush puppy. You can so get them for like £1.50 at the bowling alley that I go to. It's really good. That's one each. You can each, mix them. That's what you can get. It's like free flavours. Oh, that's, and that's £1.50. So one coffee would cover one of those for each of us. And we will. We will send a picture of it to Tom. 
Um, and uh, we'll get him on too. Yeah, we'll get him on as well. Don't worry, that is okay. Mm. We, yeah. you cover ours, and we will treat Tom. That sounds yeah. like fair. Um, and then, uh, yes, you can. Uh, if you spread the word about us, let people know about us. That would be amazing. Um, like and subscribe, and all of those things. Review us if you feel the urge, and. We will see you next time. Uh, I've been Eddie French. I'm Emma. All right. right. And we'll see you again next time. Bye, bye, bye. Tatty, bye. Grooving Movies featured Tom King, Eddie French, and Emma Tidswell, and is part of the Discount Comedy Checkout Network. For more information, go to www.comedycheckout.com. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 